guys. This is I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast. I'm Stevie Nelson, and to the left of me is Dave Horwitz. Hi. Hi, Dave. How are you? You know what? I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, you know, this is uh, this is just you and me. Just us, just the two of us. One of the first times we've ever done this? The only other time we've done it, we, <laughs> we did not destroyed the episode. It was the world's saddest episode. It, it was just us talking about a break breakups we had. Yes, two simultaneous uh, and horrific breakups. But like with no... Um, we hadn't processed them yet, so it was just sadness. So like it yeah. was unlistenable. Yeah, in a I, very professional studio. <laughs> and we just... I And I've asked you before, like, do you even have the link? And you're like, I don't I even think know. I, I think it's gone. Yeah, I need to find it. I need to find it and we can re-listen to it and then release it as warning. Warning. This was from 2000. Dumb. The early 2016. Yeah. Or, boy, what a what a time in our yeah. lives. My goodness. Do you have any um, food and relationship updates for me? Um, food and relationship updates. Uh, I'm supposed to go on a date pretty soon. Really? Uh, yeah, this weekend. We, whoa, whoa, whoa. How did this happen? Uh, this was, I think I mentioned on a previous episode, but it's, it's just somebody I reconnected with. Okay. And uh, I kind of, in a goofy internet way, we, we were messaging and I just kind of straight up said, uh, I, I can't remember the, my exact wording, but I basically said, is this an ironic message chain or are we actually going to go out? Yeah. And then she just responded, let's go out. Great. But very brief, very short answers. Just let's go out. And okay. then I, I pitched a time and she said, okay. I said, I'll okay, see you there. Okay, great. Yeah, um, concise. Yeah, I still think maybe she could bail. I'm feeling, um, I feel like my emotional availability has returned to a pretty high level. Okay. Um, my willingness to date is not the highest it's ever been, but I'm not opposed to it at all. Okay. And food wise... Just trying to, just trying to get back on the rails, you know. Things yeah. are getting things got a little crazy. Yeah. Just just eating irresponsibly. Okay. But things are okay this week. Good. How about yourself? All right. Food updates. Yeah. Been eating a lot of greens. Been really craving greens. Been mm-hmm. eating a lot of kale. An incredible amount of kale. Maybe too much. Are you massaging that stuff? I have never once cooked it. Somebody else is doing it for me. Like, like, oh, ordering a salad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ordering a salad or so, like a, a man cooked me kale also. Mm. Um, well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How's that? Fun? So then. Okay. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted. Relationship updates. A man cooked you kale. A man cooked me kale. And it was good? So good. The food was good. Very good. He cooked me a whole meal. And the conversation was good. Lively. Great. Fun. But you're you're sort of in a position where you're just like, whatever. I'm pretty whatever about dating right now. I'm yeah. pretty like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, that's okay. You're I'm, not going out of your way to make it happen? Um, it's questionable. It's debatable. Um, I'm, I, I feel, you know what? I'm going to be really honest. I feel like I can't say too much because I feel like, um, I'm so newly out of a relationship. Yes. That's like, I can't even really declare that. It's like, I can't even really declare what I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it's all very soon. 
It's all just like I don't know what I'm doing, man. I, I'm just experimenting, I guess. I don't know. No, I think that's good. Well, I think when pe- I think a lot of times when people first get out of a relationship, you can chalk the stuff that happens even a few months out of that up to, hey, I just got out of a thing and everything's weird. Yeah. And I know that the older we get, the less that becomes more like a catch-all excuse. But it is interesting. Yeah. Uh, that it is it does really feel that way and i think you really have to just allow that person to go through what they're whatever going through. they're doing so if you meet someone right when they're out of a relationship and you're less recently out of a relationship so yeah. if you're single but you've been single for six eight ten months a year and the person that you're about to go out with has been single for one month two months yes. four weeks three weeks whatever yeah. uh you have to be open to the fact that like that person is, might not be emotionally available, yep. might not want anything from you other than a fun week or two. I've, yep. It's really difficult. It, it's really difficult. It is difficult. And it's interesting too, because like when you're the person who is out, uh, like is not out of a relationship, right? When you're the person who's like, I've been out of a relationship for a year. Yep. Um, and then you're dating the person who just got out of a relationship. It's really hard to relate oddly. But then the second you get out of a relationship and you remember what that feels like and what it feels like to be like, I don't want anything. And I definitely don't want anyone to be keeping tabs on me or I don't want to have to be responsible for anyone else's feelings. Cause your buck, like your capacity to deal with people is just lower. Mm -hmm. It's really tough. And, and I think I'm, I'm healing and I'm working through the process of like a breakup. It's been like, I don't know, like three months ish. Um, right. So it's, it's still pretty fresh for me. And like, so what I'm doing right now is I'm staying open and I'm trying to simultaneously stay open to opportunities and also heal. And it's a, it's a kind of open handed process. I'm trying not to tighten my grip on anything. I think that sounds great and, and and probably exactly what you need to be doing, which I think sometimes people don't listen to, uh, there's a plane overhead, but we got we got some really good mics. I don't know. I don't know if, how much that's being picked up. I'm being rescued. Also, I'm being picked up for a date um, in a helicopter. Yes, I'm the new bachelorette. Guys, this was this was an announcement episode. I didn't mean to announce like this, but yeah, a dozen suitors are going to compete for a chance to fall in love with Stevie on television. Yep constantly drunk being kept up at all times being yes. isolated from the public yes they can't look at the news but they can look at this woman yeah and i'll be the first bachelorette to ever um to not be a drinker <laughs> they'll oh, be wow. like they'll be like what are you gonna do and i'll be like go on a bunch of sober dates because i don't really drink and they're gonna be like well all these guys are have been blasted drinking whiskey <laughs> since 3 p.m and right now it's two in the morning and you're like well they're all gross and their breath smells yeah, bad yeah yeah and this is gross um i can honestly say that i've never been more grateful to be joking right now i yeah would rather die than be on the black bachelorette i have uh i've watched a couple finales of it without watching any of the seasons i know a lot of people who watch it and so yeah. i'll find myself at screen i watch it it is a bizarre yeah i cannot get over that show it's insane i watch it and my jaw is just on the floor i don't understand because i guess it does make sense you ply people with alcohol you yes. isolate them you keep them away from their friends and family they can't communicate all they have to do is fight with each other and be infatuated with the person that they're being told to be infatuated with and it makes sense because the show's been on the air for years and so there's a precedent for it i just cannot imagine i feel like i'd be the first person to go i'd be like i don't like you yeah no goodbye i, I would be too i'd be like i don't like any of you and i can't do this and none of you are smart or interesting i gotta go but you probably wouldn't submit a tape in the first place. I would never. Yeah. I also don't have a desire to be on national television in that way. No. 
Um, thank God. No, no, no. Good for you. Thank you. Good for all of us. Dave, I, thank would, you. I would be a correspondent. I would be a, I would be like the host guy. Same. I would, oh, I would be like, um, Chris Harrison. No, you know, Ooh, Ooh, Ooh. Who would you se- be? I, well, so I've never watched like the middle of a season. I don't know if this is ever, this ever happens, but I feel like I would be a really good sounding board for everyone. If not just like dudes too, but if there's just some impartial, like there I would isn't. love to, that doesn't exist. There should, but you should be a producer. To, I would love to come in and be on the show, and it's like, while these six guys are going on a date with Kelly, uh, the guys who are back at the house are going to hang out with Dave. Yeah, and then I come in and just ask them, "Hey, what's going on, guys?" Yeah, ask and, them the question. And they're bleary eyed and hungover, and some yeah. of them are crying because of sleep deprivation. And I'm like, "Hey, dude, yeah, listen, man, relationships are like this. Like, I'll be the Vince Vaughn to their John Favreau. I'll be like Whoa. the cool guy best friend. Yeah, and they'll like, all you love just gotta you. Get back out there, man. Like when she comes back from that date tonight, you gotta get in that hot tub and you gotta you gotta just tell her I'm the guy and then you just gotta show her your dick or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I gonna, would I wouldn't I wouldn't actually give that kind of advice, but if I was on The Bachelor, sure, why not? I mean you could. I think it'd be fun or if Or the you Bachelorette. Did. Yeah, either. Um yeah, I uh I think that being I don't like I don't love being single as a guy because I feel like a, a creep. Why? Um, well, it's not so much like this anymore for me, but I used to call it a uh, creepy single time. Okay. Uh, not just for me, but I think that the uh, just being out there in the world and being on, especially it's especially social media and, yeah. and parties. Yeah. Creeping around. Not. I always think I'm a giant creep. The way I see myself at a party or, or, or talking to someone on the internet, I'm always a lecherous disgusting person i don't think other people see me that way but when i'm talking to someone at a party and i'm a little drunk and it's 2 a.m i'm like ugh, this is not the version of myself that i like even if it's going well yeah just that just the idea that i am single and so i'm totally open to the to yeah. the possibility of something weird or cool happening uh yeah, it feels is also like, creepy it feels a little too um it's like you don't really have an intention, but you're definitely open to anything. So therefore, it feels like you're creeping around. It feels yes. like you're really casual and just free to experience whatever. But like just open, just say, hey, I'm around. I would never describe you as creepy. You don't seem creepy to me. I don't think I'm creepy, but I think the nature of the activity is creepy. I would sometimes think, I think sometimes it's a bummer because men typically are the pursuers. Not always, but typically pursue so the role of pursuer is kind of a creepy role and if you do it a little bit wrong it comes off really weird yeah unless it's totally reciprocated yes uh, it's weird yeah unless because that's such a tightrope it's yes. not, you, you can be good looking smart and uh and funny and that you could just not be that person's type and then you coming you, after them and going seems creepy Hey, hey, what's hey, what's your deal? You're yeah. like, oh, I don't oh, gross. But then you take that exact same activity, you stick that person in front of somebody who is attracted to them, and they're like, hey, what's up? Yes, they're like, that's funny, and I enjoy that. Hey, I like it's, all your jokes at this party. It's really interesting, isn't it? Like that, yeah. the, there's a fine line between what's okay if you're attracted to someone and what suddenly is the same exact thing, but not okay if you're not attracted to them and or in a relationship or something. Like, yeah. right? Like you're you're you've been out there like single in the past. Like you get hit on uh online like what is, what's the difference is there like is there kind of like big glaring don't say this to me type things or is, does it really just depend on the person um yeah I think th- I'm pretty sensitive to what people message me and and I tend to like not elicit really gross messages I know a lot of um people get really gross things on the internet and I, I tend not to people are really respectful but sometimes people will just be like Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Like in my DMs on Instagram. And I'm like, 
don't give me homework. Like, I don't want to relay to you what yeah. I'm doing this weekend. Also, who are you? Yeah. Um, I think there are certain platforms that I don't like being hit on. Like, I think it's presumptuous to think that it's okay to hit on someone on social media. Like you don't know my relationship status unless you're listening maybe to the podcast, but like you don't really know that. So you're just assuming you're making assumptions and I don't, unless you're saying something really interesting or funny, like I don't really think it's okay to hit on someone. Like I just, I find even if you're um, asking, like even if say you're on an app and someone just writes, Hey, I'm like, that's not interesting enough for me to respond to. Yeah. You're lazy. And that would be, my brain does this calculation where I'm like, if all you can say is, Hey, after looking at all my stuff, then in later in the relationship, you also won't buy me a nice like gift. And you, you're not thoughtful. thoughtful. You're not funny for sure. If all you have to say is, Hey, you're not funny. Like, I just find that very crazy. You could say anything in the human language. Yes. I think, yes, I would. And not like we're in the business of giving advice on this podcast, but if anyone is listening and wants to know uh, what someone who has successfully dated in the past uh, has done or has reached out to people in the past online successfully, uh, bring it. Have something. Like I think something I think specific. Yeah, like it's look yeah. at something and then say something specific or something funny or something endearing. But like, I mean, hey, it's not yeah. acceptable. I've literally gone. I'm reading. I'm also reading that exact book right now. Or yes. I also this is my favorite. Oh, my God. You're listening to my favorite song. Yes. And it's not bullshit. No, like relatable. May, like be relatable. Yeah. Do the thing you would do with a friend. You wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. It's really strange. I think it's so crazy to just write. Hey, there or hey, it's like, are you serious? Yeah, but I do. I think a weird thing that has and I've I've seen a bunch of tweets about this so I know I'm not the only one who thinks so I think Instagram stories and being able to reply to them have kind of changed the game a little bit yeah because that's just like you're just free for all it's a barrage of information that is is temporary yes and so people are constantly looking at you throughout the day if you're someone who posts and then anyone else can just unless you lock up your 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 DMs people can just send you messages and go yeah Hey, cool shirt. Hey, I have that. I, I just sent a message to someone the other day because they had a this weird sleep mask in a photo that they were that they put on Instagram stories. And I looked closely at it and I went, I have that exact sleep mask. I got it as a gift in a secret Santa. And I replied with a picture of it holding it. And I said, look at this. I have the same. And the person said, oh, my God, my mom gave me that. I, weird. Like, I got that from a weird. Were you hitting on that, this person? Uh, I know. I mean, I was talking, I was talking in a friendly way to an attractive person who I'm kind of friends with, which, okay. Okay. Oh, wow. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect example. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hear what I just said. Yes. You said, were you hitting on her? Which is a specific question. Yes. I responded the way I did in a vague way because I don't know if I'm hitting on her because when you're me, this is, wow. I've never been able to articulate this before. This is where the creep factor comes in. Okay. Because the instinct to message someone out of the blue doesn't occur to me when I'm in a serious committed relationship. Sometimes, uh, I will, yeah. sometimes I will respond to my friends or my acquaintances. Rarely will it be a stranger. Yeah. I don't seek it out. It can kind the, of be like, inappropriate in a relationship to respond to a stranger or a little bit or an attractive person. It can it can be. It can be. Yeah. Uh, especially if you have you know ulterior motives. Yeah. Even if you don't, it could it could it could kind of come off as well. What what what's your game? What do you want yeah. from this? I feel weird about it. For that exact reason, because it seems like I think my intentions are vague. And so their interpretation of it could also be vague. Yes. And I think that is where you can uh, get into trouble because then they but, I had a friend recently. Uh, a guy was responding to her Instagram story stuff just here and there 
kind of willy nilly. Yeah. Not a lot of rhyme or reason to it. And she would be like, oh, what is your what is this guy? And I was like, he's hitting on you. And she's like, well, why wouldn't he, 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 he just asked me out? And I said, judging by this, I think he's going to. She's like, he's never going to. It's just pointless and boring. Uh, which was being she was being cynical. She's yeah. defeatist. But then he finally did. Yeah, of course. And now she they're did. dating. Aww. And they're having a great time. But I understand that kind of trepidation of going, Oh, this is kind of stupid. But I do that same thing where you just go like, Hey, I'm reading that book. Yeah. Or like, and it's hey, hard to, cool dog. Yeah, and it's not clear from both ends sometimes, right? And sometimes I think that's okay. You're kind of testing the waters. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't seem creepy to me. Sometimes there's people who message me. I have like a few dudes who message me on the regular and they'll write comments on my Instagram stories and I can't tell if they're hitting on me or not. It's not gross. Um, and they're just starting conversation and it's fine. And, and if it, you know, led to something and they asked me out, there's probably a few of them that I'd say yes to. And probably some that I'd be like, no. Yeah. I think the hesitation, I think what makes it weird is not feeling obligated to be one way or another. So me responding and saying, uh, Hey, I have that sleep mask or, uh, whatever. I mean, I've, 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 I responded to someone a couple weeks ago, um, via Instagram because I don't have their number and they, um, left a party that I was uh, that I was at uh, early and I had wanted to talk to them and I said hey you left without uh, or did you leave and she said yeah and I basically said oh I wanted to I was hoping to catch up for longer than 30 seconds yeah and it's it was flirtate this is yeah but so it's in service of going of keeping of like opening widening the door your foot's in the door and you want to like widen it a little bit a little bit a little bit a little bit until until it's in completely inevitable that you two should go out or that there should be some statement of intent yeah and I'm, i've been trying to get better about that in my day-to-day life and i think that social media makes it really easy to kind of keep living in that gray area yeah i agree i feel like people would go on a lot more actual dates if it if, was like social media was a dating app yeah, or if you woke up and uh, your everyone's phone disintegrated. Yes. If you woke yes. up and looked next to your bed, you're know. like, why did my alarm go off? Oh, because my phone is a pile of soup yeah, on the floor. But because we have that like backup that's like, I don't know, I get attention, but I don't have to follow through. It's and Or I can talk to people, but I don't ever have to commit to anything. It's this weird, vague gray area. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really kind of comfortable to, in it. Yeah, well, I'm trying not to live in it because yeah. I'm so comfortable. I could, I could sign a five-year lease there. Yeah. But I also don't want to wake up and be, you know, 40 years old and be sliding into people's DMs being like, hey, what's up? I just said that the other day to this guy. I said... I just don't see myself and there's nothing wrong with this. I want to reiterate in case you're at 40 and you're listening to this. I don't want to be a 40 year old unmarried person. Like I picture myself in the next few years getting married. Like I picture myself like three years from now being married and like, you know, starting a family. So like I've been really thinking about that where I'm like, wow, I'm, I should probably start thinking about doing things much more intentionally in that way. Like, because I do want, I do want to build a life and I'm not, 20 you know yeah yeah so like if you're dating me prepared to get married to me yeah you hear that everybody (laughs) Uh, it's terrifying i I don't i don't mean that but i I do i know i know what you mean i feel i do feel the same way where i i i will allow myself to enjoy uh you know i recently like i i met someone in the short term who doesn't live in this country yeah i met them in this country and now they are no longer in this country and we had a lot of fun together for a very short amount of time and I felt totally okay with it. Yes. Uh, but I also know that it wasn't a long, I knew it wasn't a long-term thing going into it, but now that it's over, I'm, I am, I'm trying to limit that, that well, even though it was fun, that's fun and fleeting. And there is some purpose to it, especially like 
there is some niceness to that in a transition kind of phase. However, it's like, I don't want to wake up and be 45 and be doing that. I don't want to be, I don't want to wake up and like be like text, like having to DM someone. It's like, oh, this is exhausting as is. And being single is kind of like a lot of work. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, I just, I really want to like, I want to hit the jackpot, man. Yeah, well, dating with intention is the best, I think, yeah. the best way I could think of to describe it. Same. So you, you hit it on the head, I think. Because we do everything else with intention. They're, they say that the way you eat is the way you do everything. And I eat very intentionally. Definitely. So, like, my dating, and I, I think I said this the other day. I said, I want to date intentionally. And they were like, what does that mean? And I explained. I was like, I don't necessarily mean going fast. And I don't mean mean necessarily going slow. I mean, doing it in a way that's mindful of my feelings and checking in with myself and mindful of someone else's feelings, like not haphazardly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like del- almost like delicately, but also allowing myself to have fun. Yeah, I think that I think that's great. I I definitely say I definitely agree to and pursue some things that I know are probably going to yield an interesting story and are yeah. maybe not going to be the ultimate and like I yes. say yes to things knowing full well that I'm not going to be telling that fun story at, like no one's going to be talking about that in like a wedding toast or something no 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 which is fine because like I I would I would love to be in a long-term committed partnership soon yeah I don't know if that means marriage maybe it does I'm trying to stay open without being a dumb little weirdo like yeah. I, I feel like I have you don't know if you want to get married or are you just open oh, to the know. idea of not necessarily getting married? I'm open to the idea of anything that feels like it's going to make sense in my life. Because right yeah. now, the things I've been doing don't make a ton of sense. Yeah. The I, choices I make that I... It's basically uh, desire outweighing maybe practicality or or initial yeah. connection outweighing uh, realism. So I go, you can't deny... Everybody saw the way we were hitting it off at that party. Or I, we've got... I've got... I've got receipts. We've got messages. We've been texting for three weeks. There's no yeah. reason that we, sh- but, but the actual raw material, the facts are Doesn't like, this is not, yeah. this is not going to be your life. This yeah. is not even going to be your year. Is it crazy that I can like outright just be like, I want to get married and I want to have kids. No, I think that's awesome. I would love to, I think if I said that it would be, if I knew that about myself, I would say it. Do you want to know something crazier about that? Yeah. Two years ago, I was maybe saying the exact opposite. I feel like I remember that. Two years ago, I was saying, I don't want kids and I don't want to get married. Yes. You were definitely saying you didn't want kids. I like want to get married and I want kids. And this is like a new thing for me. It's like a thing maybe within the past year where it totally shifted for me. Wow. Huh. what I want. That's great. That's so cool to know Maybe I'll get it. (laughs) I mean, I think if you want it, you could definitely have it. I think so too. You just got to like someone enough. I know. I just got to really choose someone in the way they choose me. Oof. That's so... That... I don't know. Do you feel like have you've lived here your whole life? Have you dated anywhere else? Have no. you ever like been somewhere else for work? No, I have. I mean, I've lived other places. I lived in D.C. for a bit. I didn't date there at all. Mm. Um, I've never dated anywhere but California. But honestly, Los Angeles and Santa Barbara. Interesting. I yeah. feel, I'm trying to I'm trying to not lean on because a lot of people go. It's really hard to date in L.A. I don't dating think in LA it's true. Hard. I think it's a lie. I hope it's a lie. It's not real. That's not real. Yeah. I love dating in LA. Huh. I have, I enjoy dating so much. I love connecting to people. I love getting to know people. I love the dating scene in LA. I, I feel I enjoy it. And I do not agree with the fact that dating in LA is hard. Huh. 
I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. I think that's I think that's interesting because there's so many people are so quick to yeah. be on the uh, it sucks to date here side because, you know, because it's it's industry based. It's oh, there's flighty actors and flighty writers and people who their dating pool is huge or it's small, but it's full of the most beautiful people you've ever seen. Yeah. All of the excuses are always the same to me. And I and I always want to reject it and just be a better person and be good yeah. to myself. I just like the best of intentions. Every yeah. situation I'm like, I'm going to be, I'm going to nail this. Do, yeah. I'm going to do my best in this. And even if, and it backfires occasionally, but I, I think. Well, I cause am, another person's involved. Yeah. It always backfires if, you know what I mean? It's, it's like this funny thing where it's like, we can only really control ourselves. And outside of that is not our problem. Like how people respond to me, how people talk about me, how people judge me, not my problem. Yep. That's your own stuff. Anything that you say that's negative about someone, any experience that you're having, that's about them, not about you. Totally. I had a conversation very recently with someone who was talking about uh, a mild problem in their relationship yeah. and they were talking, they were kind of gaming stuff out and they were, they were sort of thinking about the experience as a whole and saying, he was saying, I thought about this. I've really, I've done everything right. I've been, uh, you know, I did this, I did that. Yeah. I did everything I was supposed to do. And so if that doesn't work, then that's, then it's clearly um, your fault. The, like it then it's clearly like it doomed or yeah. or or he was saying it's got to work because I did everything right yes. and I was like buddy there's someone else in the equation it's the other person and yeah. like it's it, it's just a matter of how you two gel yeah I think that that is a really a really hard pill to swallow because I'm like that too I love thinking about a situation in concrete mathematical ways especially relationships even though it's never like that but you think I did everything right. This is how I communicated. Yeah. This is the records I'm keeping about it. Like in terms of yeah. this is how it, I, this is how I text. But life doesn't work this like is, that. Exactly. A relationships definitely don't work like that. They're more fluid than that. And another person's involved and communication's involved and you can do all the right things and it will be all the wrong things for the other person. Exactly. You can say, but I communicated so well. I always asked how they were feeling and that person could hate being asked how they're feeling. Yeah. They might not like it. They might say, they, I like to I offer, like to be touched. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. Hey, just give me a back rub. I don't want to talk about my feelings. Yes. Well, yeah. why? Aren't you supposed to? I read a book that said you're supposed yeah. to. And it's like, well, this is my body and my brain and my mind are telling me. Yeah. It has to be like this for me. Yeah. Um, I love that stuff. That's the stuff that I find so interesting in relationships. Yeah. Um, I think about it so much. It's a weird, uh, it should, it should, uh, it yeah. should work. Yeah. Um, hey, for this episode. Yeah. I thought we'd fill the rest of the time with asking each other first date questions. Yes, uh, you've got. I got a, a list. list of something 62. like sixty-two questions. <laughs> we're only gonna do like a few of them each, but we're gonna ask each other first date questions. I and don't know where you found it. The uh, the main the top of this website serendipity uh, has a picture of John Cusack staring contemplatively, sitting in what looks like a ice, ice rink. skating rink. Yeah, just kind of looking up. Um, that was one of the first movies I saw where I ha- I was really young and I learned what the word serendipity meant from it. Hmm. That's how I learned what the word Beetlejuice meant. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite movie, by the way. I love that movie. Um, yeah, let's just ask each other. Wait, I, it's so these questions are these questions are weird out of the context of this podcast. Like, if I was on a first date and I just in in a slight silence, <laughs> I just said, "Did do you consider yourself a morning person or a night owl?" I'd be like. You're too formal. Why are you asking me like You'd that? Be like, Goodbye. Bye. Um, yeah, they are weird. Honestly, they're, they should be 62 podcast questions. They really should. They're not that first datey, but also interesting to think about them as first date questions. Okay, so audience, 
Welcome to our first date. Me and Stevie's first date. Uh, hey. Hey, Dave. Good hey, to see you. You too. I'm so glad that we finally decided to do this. I know. It's crazy that we didn't think of dating before this. I know. Uh, thanks for choosing this vegan restaurant. Well, I'm vegan yes. or plant based. I don't like to call myself vegan. I, it's not. It's not um, flexible enough for me. Of course. Yeah. It's yeah. good to keep yourself open. I, I'm a pretty open person myself. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I got no aversion to vegetables. Um, I do like to eat chicken, but I'll do that away from you. Don't okay, worry. Thank okay, you. cool. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I guess I've just always wanted to know, what's the best gift you've ever received? Oh, what a strange question. Um, to be honest, <laughs> this might be weird for a first date. Mm. Um, it was from my ex-boyfriend. Oh, interesting. Uh, he got me a canvas mm. the size of like a wall because I'm a painter. Yeah. And so he wrapped it and on the front of it was a neck, a diamond necklace with a heart. So I got this thing that like kind of a, I got to wear a piece of jewelry around and b a canvas. I paint. So like I got this activity. Wow. That's Isn't that a, beautiful? Yeah. That's incredibly thoughtful. And yeah. you know, it's got that sort of aesthetic jewelry is always nice, especially when it is, you know, well chosen. Yeah. And there's a practicality section to it, too, where there's this big canvas. That's very sweet. Yeah, it was so sweet. Um, You know, I was actually um, sitting here thinking, what's the most thoughtful um, gift you've ever given? Uh, mm. You know, I wish I could have um, arrived at the idea for it myself. But there's uh, so I this is actually an ex-girlfriend of mine. Oh, okay. So we're really getting into it. Yeah. Yeah. it's it's really you know actually two gifts two different exes one of them uh it actually it was timed so poorly because it was a christmas gift and we broke up and then it arrived at her door oh, uh, but no. we ended up getting back together but she um she loves uh music and she loves uh sp- like specifically kind of grungy moody music and she loves nirvana and Kurt Cobain has this book of uh, like he has a diary book mm. uh, and somebody compiled his diaries and uh, it was, you know, not the most thoughtful gift, but you know, I thought of her, I thought of it. I just said, what's, what can you get someone who's like a, maybe a little hard to get a gift for? And I got yeah. this for her and it showed up oh. too late, but then I gave it to her and she was so touched and you know, Aww. it's been out like in her apartment for a long time. Oh, That's so nice. And then the other one, uh, a recent uh, person I dated had a poster vintage poster for her favorite movie that was taped to kind of taped to a wall and kind of offhand one night she said hey if you ever like wanted to get me a present i've always been looking for a frame for this it's irregular like the the size size is weird yeah it's a weird size it's like you know it was made in 1970 something and it's been you know it's being held on a wall with tape and one day i just casually strolled in and took Took it it and then framed it and then carefully like Mm. cut the tape away so it wouldn't like impinge on the uh like it wouldn't make any imperfections and i took it to a custom framer oh that's so sweet and it looked and again this was there were creases in it it was there was like a small rip and it was smoothed out i mean it looks amazing it's still hanging up that is such a thoughtful gift you must be a thoughtful person it outlived our relationship i am pretty thoughtful you sound thoughtful too thank you hey um this is like I mean, wow, I guess <laughs> I'm blushing. This is weird. Uh, if we're if we're getting deep. Okay. What quality is your automatic no fucking way when like pursuing a potential relationship? You know what I mean? You get some weird kind of sixth sense deal breaker thing in your head like halfway through a first date. What What is that quality? 
it is hard because part of me is like, I can't think of one. And then I'm like, part of me is also like, I can think of a hundred. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no fucking way. I mean, I think one of the deal breakers for me is their relationship to their exes, like how they talk about them. I mm-hmm. think I, I have been on dates with dudes who talk about their exes as if they want them dead, like sincerely. Yeah. And it really frightens me to be honest. Like it really feels unsafe. Like that's, that feels like an unsafe thing. Totally. Um, or what else is like a no way thing? Or if someone doesn't ask me questions, to be honest, like I find that to be really alarming. If I'm on a date with someone and they're talking about themselves and I literally said nothing, Mm. I find that alarming. They're just blabbing about themselves because you prompted them and then they can't shut up. Yeah. I think it's really alarming. I think it shows that someone's not very thoughtful and not very mindful and they're not going to get to know you. And that they're there for themselves. Yeah. They're like there to be an interview, you know? Yeah. Um, Thank you for asking me that question. Of course. I'm not going to ask you the same one back because I want to know something else. I love asking questions. Same. I love answering and asking. Um, Not that I'm asking for myself or that I think you're going to cook for me in the future, but um, do you have any specialty cooking dishes? Uh, I do. Obviously, well, you probably don't know this about me, but my cooking and baking skills are a little bit limited. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning. But there's a couple things I do really well. Yeah. Um. I will make a really untouchable egg scramble. Really okay. good at that. And every Thanksgiving at the kind of potluck Friendsgiving thing I've been doing for years. Yeah. Uh, I'm the one who makes the mashed potatoes <gasps> and I'm real good at it. Um, Potatoes are my favorite food. Really? Yes. Well, uh, knowing that you're vegan, I would have to sort of. Oh, sorry. Plant based. Oh, great listening skills. Uh, yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, I would have to modify it a little bit because full disclosure, there is. Uh, there's some Parmesan, there's okay. some cream. Okay. But you know, there are workarounds. Yeah, for and sure. And I am willing to find out what those are. Yeah, I'm into that. I will make you a tub of vegan mashed potatoes. <gasps> you can just take a bath in it. Oh my gosh. Sorry, that. Wow. <laughs> where did that even come from? I don't know. God, it feels like forward. That's weird. That's so weird. weird. Wow. wow. I'm going to wow, take wow, a deep wow, breath wow. and reset. Yeah, me too. <sighs> Speaking of food. Yeah. What's in your fridge right now? Why are you trying to come over? <laughs> no, it's, just, uh, <laughs> it's weird. I, it's this is actually going to sound crazy, but there's this list online uh, of 62 date questions. Oh, and you're reading them? No, I just I happen to. Sh- I'm reading over. them off the. Oh, you literally? Yes. Oh wow. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm doing. I'm. Oh, that's read- what's in your lap right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, I thought it was a napkin. <laughs> no, I don't use oh, them. Oh wow, yeah. that's a coincidence. Where we both looked at the same thing. Yeah. Uh, well, well we, we haven't No one's come to take our order No we are in a starve to death Alright that's fine In the meantime I'll tell you What's in my fridge Yeah what's in your fridge um, Almond milk mm-hmm. Chia pudding um, Vegan mac and cheese From Little Pine Ooh Potatoes from Little Pine mm. uh, Sparkling water Passion fruit flavor Always have eggs I eat eggs Organic free range eggs Staple And gluten free bread Hey And a bunch of condiments And I really only use Ketchup and sriracha that's cool. It seems like you know what you like. I do. I have very specific, simple tastes. I think you can tell a lot about someone by looking in their fridge. Me too. I, mine used to be empty and that said a lot about me. Wow. <laughs> we are getting personal. Hey, yeah. waiter. Waiter. Is there... Um, Does anyone I, work here? Okay. Well, is Moby here tonight? Mm-mm. Mm. Not tonight. Um, okay. So this is directly from this um, piece of paper. Do you believe in aliens? Wow. Uh, 
let me just have a big catch-all X-Files type answer. Aliens, ghosts, monsters, mummies. Um, I want these things to be real, you know? I want there to be life on other planets. I, I am I am of the belief that it was, it's pretty arrogant to assume that we're the only planet that can sustain life. Yeah. Uh, do, does that mean that I think that people on other planets look like little Martians? They're called greys. That's what people who mm. have, who claim to have been abducted. That's the catch-all name for what they see. Uh, you know, big weird heads, small body, tiny limbs. Um, I don't know if I believe in that. Uh, I, I would. I want it all to be true because yeah. the things that and this is interesting. Monster movies, ghost stories, that kind of stuff doesn't scare me. If you show me a movie that's a home invasion movie, people come in, knock on people like uh, the movie The Strangers. Ugh. Have you seen that? Yes terrifying don't talk about it to me it's terrifying I, to me the scariest thing in the world is these people are being tortured and killed yes. and one of the people by humans lives, yeah and one of the me people who lives in the house goes why are you doing this what reason why are you singling us out and they just say because you were home oh, and that is terrifying. no i think uh i'm scared now to be honest i'm scared well there's hey there's no one's gonna do a you can't do a home invasion in a restaurant, so okay. we're safe. Great. Uh yeah, so I, I, I would like to believe in aliens. I think it might be a long shot. Okay. The real scary things are human beings. Okay, I agree. Uh oh, I have a now I should probably ask you a question, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um Oh well. I mean, let's just keep going. What's the proudest moment or greatest achievement of your life so far? Whoa. Okay. Um proudest moment it would have to be graduating from college i went to uc santa barbara and i graduated with honors cool i am the only kid in my family to graduate from college and that is an accomplishment yeah it felt really cool like it felt really special and not that their lack of accomplishment meant anything it was more that like i followed through mm-hmm. um and yeah, I followed through and that felt really good. It also felt like a culmination of so many years of work, you know, like I don't know the last time I worked for something for 18 years, you know, like yeah. it was so much work, but that felt, I felt really proud. My whole family was there and my, um, my boyfriend at the time was there. We'd been together almost five years at that point. Wow. So it was kind of cool. I got to celebrate with all the people I loved. That's a long early relationship. Yeah. And then no longer love. Yeah. He's married and has two kids now. Wow. Do you uh do you want to get married and have kids? Yeah, so bad. Whoa. Well, like I, hey, soon, like I'm, soon. I'm glad I asked. Hey, 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 I'm still sitting here. I'm not scared okay, away. Okay, okay. Um okay, so salty snacks or desserts. That's how that was rewarded on the paper. Yeah, cuz you can just kind of toss that in. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I mean, you did just toss that in on this date. This is now we're <laughs> I mean, in this world, uh, yeah. we are on a date. Yes, yes, yes. In, in our podcast world. Yes, we're at a vegan restaurant and we're not, there's no microphones. Yeah. Salty snacks or desserts. You know, it's weird. I I would love to say neither. You know, those jerks who are just like, oh, I don't like dessert. Oh, I don't, I actually don't, I don't snack. Um, I think I would have to say salty snacks because I eat them more than desserts. Okay. But I, because I think that I can trick my mind into integrating salty snacks into my life more and feel okay about it. Okay. But if I'm eating ice cream five days a week, which is truly what I want to be doing, yep. I I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that's wrong. But if I'm eating a handful of chips here and there or Cheez-Its, I love Cheez-Its yeah. so much. Yeah, they're great. If food. I'm doing that, 
uh, I can justify it. I go, sure. oh, this is just a 100 calorie pack. It's just a handful from uh, from the nook at work. Yeah. And I'm doing it several times a week. That's fine. Yep. Um, I love them. Yeah. I love potato chips, uh, Cheez-Its. You're a salty snack I'm guy. I'm a salty snack guy. Okay. I can hang with that. But I would murder a Funfetti cake. Mm. Birthday cake ice cream. I like cake and ice cream. Okay. But so, not as much as I love chips. Wow. Okay. Okay. Got it. So if I'm buying you a present, buy you something salty. <laughs> yeah. Or just buy me <laughs> something normal and just put salt on it. Okay. Great. Uh, hey. Um, this is kind of fun. I love to just sort of have scenarios okay. in my head. This I is love sort of like this thing about me. Oh, me too. Uh, this is nuts. And congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Because you just won a million dollars. Oh my god. Yeah. No way. Yeah, this isn't even a date. I'm from Publishers Clearinghouse. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. ten times better than any date I could go on. Right. Yes. What are you gonna do with that money? Oh wow. A million dollars will buy me part of a house i'd like in la <laughs> um three quarters of a pretty cool house yeah it'd buy me almost a house in la um i would probably buy a house to be honest that's what i would do i would buy i'd probably put most of the money down on a house um somewhere in the hills near for, like trees and beautiful greenery <sighs> and i great have a life somewhere else maybe in one of the canyons or something yeah i yeah I love yeah. the canyons. I just recently went up to the canyons and was like, why doesn't, why am I living in the streets of Hollywood when there is an option to live in the canyons? Near trees, near what trails. What is that? Why do deer? we all live in the city? Because we're all dumb. The trees are beautiful. The roads up there are beautiful. What am I doing? Well, I will say those side streets, getting to a, the coolest houses in the entire city, Insane. Uh, getting to them, you will die if you go at night. Yeah, I know. I know it's so crazy. Um, but yeah, I would probably buy a house. I I actually, instead of ending our date with dessert, I'd like to end it with um, the five questions that I end every podcast with. You have a podcast? I do. Yeah, you do too. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. So we're going to Oh, it's go- <laughs> on the What's a Creative Podcast Network. Yeah. So we're going to go back and forth and answer the five questions that we never answer because only our guests answer them. Yeah. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Number one, what is your what was your best first date? Best first date, uh, I had gotten the phone number of someone that I had spent basically an entire year flirting with mutually. It, there was really something brewing, and I just wasn't sure. But then, definitively, I, I was like, "Wow, this is something is really happening between us." I should ask her out, and I was standing. I remember so perfectly standing in my room and in a place I don't live anymore, very small bedroom. Had my phone in my hand and I was just going, text her, just text her, just say, let's get a drink. Just say it. Yeah. What's the point? Just what's the harm? Just say that. And before I could, the phone went off in my hand. It was her. And she said, hey, I just got it. Uh, I just got free tickets to see the mountain goats at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery in the mausoleum. Wow. Do you want to come with me? Wow. And the mountain goats are an amazing band. Anyone who's listening, if you're not familiar Beautiful Get band. Familiar. Really, really, really great. Um, we went. It was lightly misting out. It never rains in LA. It was kind of raining. Mm. It was beautiful. We went. We met the singer. We got her. Whoa. We got a vinyl of her signed. It was. We got drinks afterwards. It was perfect. Yeah, it sounds beautiful. 
What was your first best first date? I you know, it was hard not to think about it while you were talking about yours. Mm. Um and to be honest, I think it was it was interesting. It came at a time when I think timing was more about the it being the best first date. Sure. Um it came at a time when I hadn't dated in a while and my friend set me up with a guy. She was like, I think you're really going to like him. He's a lot like you in a lot of ways. And I was like, okay. Mm. So we went to a restaurant um, uh, in Echo Park and we ate there and we sat across from each other. And I remember just thinking like, I couldn't believe how handsome he was. Yeah. And we left the restaurant and we walked through Echo Park late at night <gasps> and we played on um the like playground because no one was around sure and we like slid down slides and it was so, and he played his music on his iphone and it was like oddly romantic like yeah it was so romantic and free and fun and i can remember like the feeling of it right now yeah. like i wouldn't say that that was the longest relationship i've had or anything but it was one of the most like um like i fondly i remember it so fondly yeah it sounds it fantastic sweet. That's so nice. Yeah. Um, Number two, do you believe in love at first sight? No. Yes. You do? I kind of do. I kind of do. I have... Yes. I kind of do. I have had it happen before, twice, and both relationships were pretty successful. Yeah. One was three years long. Yeah. I looked at him. He was standing on stage. I looked at him and said, I'm going to make that guy love me. And he looked at me and he said that he could see my aura. And I'm not kidding. And like, I didn't even believe in that stuff back then. And he was like, I knew I would date you. And And how soon after you guys saw each other did you date? Instantly. I mean, we were dating within the week. He was like, can you come to this place and meet me here? And I was like, yeah. And I showed up and we dated for three years. Good Lord. Isn't that crazy? That's so I kind of do. I don't recommend love at first sight. I think yeah. it's probably not love at first sight, but I felt it. Like I deeply felt it. Yeah. You know, I I thought you were going to say yes and I was going to say no. We're going to move on uh, immediately. I, know. I mean, I, I always say no on other episodes. Yeah. So it's like everybody knows that already. But I do. There is something um, I'm thinking specifically of. Uh, I have friends who um, are uh, dancers in New York and they're in this like very fun, cool group. Yeah. And the first time I ever saw them perform, they all wore these. They still do sometimes, but they were wearing these stick on gems on their faces. and They were wearing these like crazy costumes and did this amazing performance. And then afterwards, and I'd known three of them already. And the one that I didn't know came up to me and we locked eyes and it was truly insane. Like something was happening and that person is still in my life. And uh, we have had a slight entanglement romantically together no longer and not for a very long time. Yeah. But I knew that very second that this was a special person and I still know. So I think mm. that counts for something. I do too. Yeah. I think it's the same answer, just reversed. Mm-hmm. Number three, what food item do you eat the most? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I never think about this when I when we're asking other people. Uh, I would just, you know, if we're going to be... Um, Real deal. Yeah. It's boring, but uh, chicken breast. Okay. Yeah. Mine's potatoes. Hey, we could have a real <laughs> starchy white meal together. Yeah. Number four, what's, what is your death meal? Whoa. Ugh, I've never thought about it. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I almost don't want to answer it. It actually feels really scary to be answering that. I think I can. You don't want to answer it? I think I can. I think I can do it. 
I just got chills. I don't know why that feels so scary. Ooh, there's just so much to think about because you know we we just had um we just had Aaron and Melissa on and they were like really so honed in. I mean they answered so specific. You know they thought yes, of it before. Yes. Um, and because they have cheat meals. They have cheat meals. I. I feel like I don't want to be too hyperbolic because I'm not going to go like an entire pizza, an entire burrito. No. Um, but I think I would definitely. Okay, here we go. Okay. There was a restaurant one town over from the town I grew up in. It is called Town Spa. It is a down and dingy, old timey. It feels like it, it inspired Cheers. It's a big sports bar with like a downstairs that's like a function room where you know they have like dirty towny karaoke. They used to be able to smoke in there. It still vaguely smells like cigarettes downstairs. That's why you don't go to there. You go into the main dining area. Yeah. Um, their pizza is very unique. They don't use mozzarella. They might use cheddar. That might be the thing. I don't know what they use. It's it's some blend. Okay. The pizzas are small enough to be individual, but you get a bunch for the table and share. I would get a large, just straight up, uh, not large. Uh, I would get a straight up regular cheese pizza from there. And then they make their own in-house honey mustard dipping sauce. Okay. That is unreal. And I would have that. And you know, I think I'd probably eat the whole thing. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna yeah. make it crazy and say like mash. But I mean, that's I would, just what you yeah. want. And then for dessert, yeah, I'm thinking a real straight up gourmet sheet cake. So like that buttercream frosting, that good vanilla, like a good, like the best cupcake you ever been into. I like a big version of that. Okay. And um, let's just say a scoop of uh scoop of birthday cake ice cream wow let's just do it sounds like a celebration yeah hey, life congratulations celebration. you're dead yeah congrats you're done what's your death meal all right i i thought about it death meal okay so you know how i'm gluten-free because i'm allergic yes scratch everything i wouldn't care of course because if just kill me right after okay gluten's not gonna kill you this weird thing where also i'd probably this... eat meat so just kill me right after ready Great. yeah okay it'd be a filet mignon yes um i'd eat cornbread uh-huh Fingerling potatoes. Yes. And for dessert, I mean, I'm, I don't eat that much, so I couldn't finish any of this anyway. For dessert, I'd have a wedding cake. That <laughs> <laughs> that's like three, <laughs> so three tiers. Yeah. And it'd be yellow cake with chocolate frosting, oh. and it'd have just me at the top. <laughs> <laughs> just me at the top, and two of you. Yeah, just me, just me, just alone. A just me standing alone. But like accurate, like it'd be just my today's body. You know, photo real. It looks yeah. like you. Yeah, it looks what like me. Do- feels are like the me. dogs on top of the cake in a figurine. Yeah, me and the dogs. Okay, great. Um, and the last question is number five. What's one word that combines both your eating style and dating style? One word that combines both my eating style and my dating style. My instinct was to say, whoops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was looking for a word like that. Uh, cause I was, cause everything I was thinking of was two words. So the one that comes to my head is we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> which is, which is, we'll see how this is going to make me feel. Yeah. Or we'll see how this shakes out. Ooh, interesting. Like, Ooh, a weird late night meal that you maybe weren't planning on, but you ate lunch too late and you're leaving a party now. Yeah. We'll see how you feel tomorrow. Love that. Oh, weird. A date uh, with someone that maybe uh, you've been advised not, not to go to out with or somebody that we'll you never see. expected to run into. We'll see what happens here. I love that. What's yours? Whoops. No, I'm <laughs> not making too many mistakes right now. Um, I think right now for today, I'd say casual. Mm. I feel like my dating style is pretty casual. My eating style is pretty casual. I'm not making a fuss of any of it. Like I'm not going overboard. I'm not overthinking it. I'm borderline underthinking it. I'm just kind of doing what feels good. Great. 
Yeah. Well, Dave, I feel like I this was fun. I feel like I know you better now. I do too. It was actually like really. Well, <laughs> can you hear the plane going overhead? We were just having a genuine moment, so ah. that's of course some a plane needs Let's to fly overhead. Let's do that again. Let's do that part again. Okay. Hey, I actually feel like answering those questions. I feel like I like I know you. Yeah, I mean, I've known you for years at this point, and I think that there's definitely some insight in this conversation. <laughs> yeah. that, I mean, we've been doing, this is episode 30-something of this show, and yeah. I, I think, well, because we interview other people, and so we yep. don't spend that much time on ourselves. Uh, on ourselves on this show, and we don't hang out a ton outside of this, which is fine. It's Because we see each other like once a week. We see each other once yeah. a week, and we We're talk We're going to hang out it. after this, though. We are. We're going to go to a party together. We have a bunch of mutual friends, and yeah. we're going to see them all. Um Hey, Stevie, where can people find you? <laughs> Dave, you know, people can find me everywhere at www.iamstevienelson.com. That's cool. where you can find our podcast, too. Yeah, check it out. You know, Dave, where can people find you? People can find me. And here's the thing. You can see all my tweets. Yep. And links to stuff that I do. Yep. At uh, Dave underscore Horwitz. That's my Twitter handle. H-O-R-W-I-T-Z. And uh, on Instagram, I'm... Uh, the Idiot King, which uh, is all <laughs> lowercase, all one word. And yeah, you could find, you know, I've got essays on medium.com and I wrote a book that cost a penny on Amazon yeah. and you can look it up. Just Google uh, us. Just Google us. We're Google very us. findable. Maybe too findable. Yeah, honestly, too accessible. Very um, DMable. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for coming on our first date with us. If you like the podcast, review it and rate it. We'd love to hear from you and we'd love to read your words. And tell your friends. Tell all your friends. And tell your exes. Tell Mostly tell your exes and tell them really late at night saying, you up? There's a podcast I want you to listen to. Yeah. And also, sometimes it's a cool move to text someone at like 4 p.m. and say, you up? Yeah, yeah. I think that's fun. Because a lot of time people take a nap. Yeah. In the afternoon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Network.